What is up and welcome to Horror for Dummies. We are the show that comes to you once a week that teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the genre we love. In this week's episode, we will be talking about two films that fit the theme of the week. And the theme of the week is pregnancy horror. I, I can't really think of a good name for this episode. So, um, pregnant people. In horror movies, the film, the the, the the fucking the theme of the week is revolved around pregnant women. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. Leave me alone. The two films that we're going to be focusing on are Inside from 2007 and Rosemary's Baby from 1968. I am your host Tim, and with me is the dummy himself. His name is Dilated Daniel Loof. What's funny? I like that one. It was on theme, and yeah. and it got me. The last few have been on theme. I think I said up the duff spoon. Have they been? I don't know. I, I'm too busy thinking about what thing I can say that I haven't said before. And I no. guess not saying anything uh, works. I don't know. C- carrot pants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what about up Very- the duff spookies? Uh- yeah, but I want more. This is this is going to be on the title of the show. I want oh, like, something okay. that people straight away on. know what we're talking about. Up the Duff Spookies, is, <laughs> while, while funny, yes, people are going to look at that and go, "What the fuck what is the that?" What the fuck mean? are they talking about? Yeah. Um, okay. Um, this this is a conversation for off the air. No, nah, people nah, don't nah, want to. It's hear. fine. It's fine. We'll do it now. Uh, um, okay. We'll uh, we'll get it in post. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know. What about? Uh, trimester of terror. That's not bad, but still, I still have that whole yeah, people don't know yeah, what we're talking about. Um, yeah. Uh, was, oh, big fat spooky women. Spooky already. Scary seeding. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. <hell. laughs> All right, I'll come up with something. You know, what? it's probably just going to be pregnancy horror, frightening fetuses. <laughs> yeah, but it's not all about fetuses. We're talking about. More so, women who are pregnant, not the True. fetus themselves. So um, you know, it's it's a thinker. This one, it is. It is. And this is the hardest part of doing a podcast is coming up with the name of the show. Problematic the pregos. Yeah, it's not bad. That's not bad. All right. Well, maybe we'll just go with pregnancy horror. Maybe after all that, we're just going to go with the lamest one. I guess. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so welcome to Horror for Dummies. Water-breaking uh, wobblies. I know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so, yes, we are doing an episode on pregnant women in horror. And you're probably thinking, why the fuck is this the theme of the week? That's the most random theme ever. Fucking the, weirdos. The, I know, right? The reason is, is because I'm living it at the moment. I have a very heavy pregnant wife at the moment. Um, she is like... 33 weeks pregnant. I think that's the math. What's 38 minus five? I don't don't know, man. I have no idea. I think, yeah, it's 33 weeks, whatever. We got five weeks to go, almost. A bit less, but a bit more. But um, yeah, I thought it'd be cool to take a look at some horror movies that focus around pregnant women or pregnancies or demon babies, whatever. whatever. But um, yeah, I guess. (laughs) Um. Another reason I wanted to do this theme of the week is because Rosemary's Baby is a film that I feel uh, every horror fan has to watch it. And I, before this week, I've never seen it before. 
and I'll get to the reasons why. I've never seen it before later when we review it. Yeah. But that was another reason why I wanted to do this theme is so I could finally sit down and watch it. Sure. Um, I feel sometimes I need I need a, a, a force pulling me to watch a film at times. I certainly and, do. <laughs> yeah, I'm your force. Yeah. <laughs> um, watch but, this dickhead. Okay. <laughs> that's exactly how it goes down. <laughs> But uh, beyond that, we've got a we've got a bit of a chat to to talk about this week. Um, sure. I've got a few other pregnancy related horror films that I'll talk to you about, as we usually do per week. Mm. Uh, we are also bringing back a beloved segment that I haven't done since fucking Ben was on the show. Oh, so um, lazy. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's called Question of the Week, and I brought it back. And my God, we got a response. How's it work uh, again? Do we ask a question, or do you ask a question? Like. We ask a question, and then so, I post it up on the Facebook page, and then people respond. Okay. Yeah. And we got 21 responses, so... Nice. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let's talk about pregnancy uh, in general, not sure. just in horror. Because the, the thing about pregnancy is, um, out of everything I've done in my life, uh, the pregnant are the scariest people alive. Yeah, and, I, and, and also, like... Yeah. Um, and definitely for me, some of the scariest times is that couple of days between like getting that phone call when a girl's had their period or not. That's scary. (laughs) She's like, it's cool. I've had my period. I'm like, (laughs) so, so, um, I am a father of almost three. But I've only, at the moment, I've only been with one pregnancy, if that makes sense. My first child is a stepchild. I wasn't with her when she was born. He's only seeded one offspring. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I didn't exactly know how to say that. Um, <laughs> but I, re- I remember when my son was born and it was fucking horrifying because the first time seeing all that stuff, there's, there's a, it's, it's a bit of an eye opener. Uh, there's a lot more blood. opener. It's a pussy opener if you know fucking motherfucking Sam. You're fucking your shit. You should be a dad because you make the worst jokes. Yeah. Our kids love <laughs> pussy jokes. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, man. Um, Sorry. but no. When my son was born, um, <clears throat> my wife was um, giving birth and blood, just blood everywhere. <laughs> Fucking so much blood. Oh, and, speaking of. Anyway, and, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. to that. <laughs> um, and and it, came to the, it came to the time where you um, cut the umbilical cord mm-hmm. and the lady, the nurse, said to me, because we gave birth about four in the morning and the hospital was dead empty. I, I remember walking around because there was a bit of time where... She was not giving birth. So I was walking <laughs> I was walking around the hospital and it was fucking dead quiet. And I was like, You're like I can only like- listen to this woman scream in pain for so long before I need to go get a Coke from the vending machine. <laughs> it wasn't that. Like this was this was after the baby was born. Okay. But um yeah, the the nurse said to us, Oh, do you want to cut the umbilical cord? And I'm like, uh, yeah, of course. And I remember she giving me the scissors and I was going to cut it and I'm just looking at all the blood and I'm thinking, holy fuck, 
has so much fucking blood. <laughs> and then, and then I'm, as I'm cutting it, and this is my first time, I don't really know what to do. I don't know where to cut. Like, what's right, what's wrong? It could be cutting off his dick for all I know. So I'm cutting it, and it's not like a, it's not like cutting a string. It's a lot more it's, rubbery. It's think about, yeah, think of about uh, like a hundred elastic bands all tied together. Cutting that, that's kind of what it's like. And do, do you think if like they gave like it'd be like a bungee cord? Uh, <laughs> realistically, no, no, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> But as I was cutting it, the nurse kind of said, quickly, quickly, hurry up. And my mind just went to the worst possible scenario ever. I thought, fuck, my wife's bleeding out and she's going to... I'm hurting her. (laughs) No, no, not that. I thought that because the wife... Sorry, the nurse was saying, hurry up, hurry up to Mm. me. And I'm thinking, um, my wife's bleeding out and she's going to die. Nah, it's just a lot of blood. (laughs) Yeah, but that's because because of all the blood, I thought she was going to die. Nah, she's cool. So I didn't even get a chance to really react to my son's birth. Like I was on the midst of tears and then my wife's dying of blood loss. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> but so, that, yeah, that made you stop crying for sure. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, fucking sick. I could do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm single again. <laughs> no, but, but Sorry, the reason girl. I'm bringing all this shit up is because it was fucking one of the most frightening times of my life. Mm. And like, I, I've been with some really ugly women, but this was like scarier than oh. that. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, so yes. And, um, I'm, and right now I'm, I'm dealing with a heavily pregnant woman. And, um, I mean, girls, girls go through all types of emotions when they're pregnant. They do I, I have a imagine. spectrum of emotions. Yeah. And, and, and it's very bi- bipolar at times. Yeah. And sometimes it's a lot like treading on eggshells. Yes. So, so Joel, as of right now... Don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, I'll be in shit if she hears this. As of right now, I'm down in my in my basement, away from the pregnant. Hiding because, under a blanket. Yeah, because she's scary at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about fucking the rest of the show. Let's get on with the rest of the show. What was the question? We're getting into it. My oh, God. okay, sorry. Pushy much? <laughs> I'm impatient. All right, well let's let's jump into the most the the return of the question of the week. Question of the week. So welcome back. The question of the week. It's been far too long, and thank you to everyone who uh, who participated. On this question. So the question for this week is, what's your favorite horror film involving a child? And we had a lot of answers. So without further ado, we have Rob Humphrey, who says, yes, with explanation marks. I've missed the question of the week, and I'm pretty sure it has missed me. It has, Rob. It has. It whispers to me at night. It's like, <laughs> you're a piece I, of I shit. Got, <laughs> you should kill yourself. <laughs> Also, questions about horror. <laughs> oh, fuck me. I had nothing. I literally had nothing. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, Rob continues. Yep. The Exorcist has to be my answer. It does involve a child, and yes, that is very good. Mm-hmm. Ryan Salkness says, I try and stay away from horror films with children in it for obvious reasons, but Sinister would be my go-to. Creepy as hell. That's a good one. Mm. 
Um, Lance Langford from The Horror Turns mm-hmm. says, Little Timmy gets caught masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened on way too many occasions. This sounds like a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> he comments again, ha ha ha, joke, of course, The Exorcist. So another for The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Zim Vader says, Satan's Little Helper or The Omen 2. The Omen mm. 2, that's an interesting pick. And Satan's Little Helper. Fuck. That's that's a, that's a fun little show, I've got to admit. Okay. I um, don't know. <laughs> um, will we watch it? Maybe, yeah, maybe. Might be we'll a good see. Halloween episode. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Darian Brock. Yes. He said, orphan, and then in brackets, sort of. Yes. Oh, Spoilers. Fucking <laughs> creeps me out, man. I haven't seen it. But oh. I, know, I know the twist, so it's like, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth watching. It, I, I still say it is. Okay. Maybe we'll do it on the show. It's been a while since I watched it, but it, yeah, it creeps me out. Uh, Kirsten Amber says, The mm. Shining or The Sixth Sense. Nice. Mm, mm-hmm, mm. Um, Lee's Annette says, Pet Cemetery. Oh, that's the most depressing one out of the lot. Yeah, it's the, the new one or the old one? Uh, she didn't mention, but I'm just going to go ahead and say the old one because okay. the new one is not good. Uh, Samantha Day. <laughs> really? Well, I hadn't seen the, the OG one. Yeah, so. okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Samantha Day says Poltergeist, See? the original. Nice pick. Mm. Uh, Ginger Jones comes in with Poltergeist. Mm. Ginger Jones again. Um, where you are get you? one. You only get one. <laughs> no. No. She's come in a couple of times and now I can't find it. Where are you? Oh, there we go. Um, Ginger Jones again. All those creepy little fuckers from Children of the Corn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ginger Jones again. Tiny Jonathan <laughs> Davises. Or, <laughs> um, or sh- I'm allowed three picks. Yep. Brightburn. Brightburn's oh, a good pick. Yeah, Brightburn. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Alan Chacha. Mm-hmm. He says Halloween. I mean, it has kids in it, yeah. Still properly. I can't, it's Ben's thing. Okay. <laughs> Alan! Alan Jaja! <laughs> yeah, no, it totally is Ben things. Yeah, I, I can't do it as good as he. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Nez, the Nez man, he says Damien, Omen 2. Another one for Omen. Is um, Omen 2 the better one or something? I, to be honest, I can't remember. Mm. I watched like all four of them like last year and I really can't remember them besides okay. the first one. Uh, Trucker Trent comes in with, I'm not even sure why this movie gave me nightmares as a child, but proves children can be evil sometimes. And he sent a picture of a uh, movie called The Children. I've never seen this movie, but I've been, for some reason, hearing a lot about it lately. Mm. Um, Darian from The Padded Room talked about it, well, maybe like a month ago now, but still, I, I think I need to go and watch it. Okay. It looks, it looks creepy. I'll give you that, um, Trucker Trent. Um, Brian Sitcher comes in with a picture of a movie called Popcorn. Here's another film I've never seen. I've never seen Popcorn, and it's it's been on my list for so long because the cover art is so cool. I really like the art. Right. Um, Get ready to hear some typing, people. Uh, <laughs> Brian comes in with, I believe, high school kids for Popcorn. So, okay. Um, Brian comes in again. With another picture. This one's of a movie called Mikey. The tagline okay. is, Remember Jason and Freddy were kids once too. And Freddy's spelled incorrectly. This one looks interesting as well. I, once again, I haven't seen it. So, sorry about that. 
Um, Brian comes in for a third time. God damn, Brian, you're killing it. Uh, with Settle Night- the fuck down, Brian. <laughs> with Night of the Demons. Have you seen Night of the Demons? Nah. Oh, my God. We're going to have to do 31 days of Halloween, I think. Okay. Make you watch 31 days. A podcast a movies. day? Yeah. All right. we'll, talk about, we'll talk about it off there. Oh. Um, and he com- Brian comments, high school kids, again. Night of the Demons is a lot of fun. Okay. But that is it for question of the week. My what, God, thank you what about everyone. Us? What's uh, your favorite okay. one? I, I, you, you kind of putting me on the spot here. Oh, okay. Well, never. I, I don't if, know. If yours is um, spoiler, eh? <clears throat> well, I figured we have to answer too, right? Yeah, I mean, go for it if you have one. Um, uh, I don't know if Pan's Labyrinth counts as horror, but I'm going to say Hereditary other than that. Oh, oh that's a good one. Mm. That is a good one. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, It would be a good one. Yeah. You know, honestly, the one that gets me the most mm. with children in it is probably Pet Cemetery. Go Pet Cemetery then. It just, it's so fucking brutal, that story, and so emotional. I, I yeah, it really disturbs me, that that whole movie. Nice. In so many different ways. So, yeah, I'm going to get Pet Cemetery. I feel uh, like I've got to watch the original now. <clears throat> yes, you do. Mm. Yes, you do. Because it's, uh, do you know the source material though? Do you know what happens in the original? Because it I is think vastly you've told different. me, but my brain's really good at forgetting everything that anyone says. Okay, I think you'll understand why I why I prefer the mm. first one to to the second one when you say okay. it. Right. So, um, okay, so that's it for question of the week. Now, question yep. of the week for next week. <gasps> we are going to be doing a uh, a twenty twenty release segment. theme. What recurring segment? That's right. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it will be back. Um, we're going to be doing a 2020 release theme next week. So I want to hear what is, as of right now, your number one 2020 release horror movie. We're halfway done. You should yeah. have some fucking front runners. Yes. I've got a few. So get ready. All right. Now let's go on to pregnancy horror week. Yes. You keen? All right. All right we're going to talk about a couple movies before we jump into our full reviews. Yep. Um, so I've just got a few here and to be honest, my, my week has been so busy this week, so I really didn't get a chance to watch any of these. I have seen some of the ones that I'm going to mention, but I honestly, Poor form Tim, Poor I know, fucking form. I know I'm, I'm a shit. I know. <laughs> um, but I, I, I have seen some of the ones I'm going to mention, but I really just can't remember exactly my thoughts. So I'm just we'll going to tell you. Yeah, I'll do my best. I'm going to tell you what I do remember about it, but don't take my word for it if I say it's it's an avoid or a watch. Okay. So, yeah. All right. The first one I've got is a movie called Stillborn from 2017. The story is Mary, a new mother, gives birth to twins, but only one of them is alive. While taking care of her living child... Adam, she mm. suspects that something, a supernatural entity, has chosen him and will stop at nothing to take him from her. Cool. Um, so that's the story. I have seen this. I saw it when it came out. I remember not minding it. It's not a badass, bad, a heart, yeah, not a half bad <laughs> film. There you go. Um, but that's really all I can remember from it. So I apologize. This was one that I did want to rewatch this week. I just did not get a chance to. So. 
Yeah. Uh, next one is called Shelly from 2016. Oh, I remember the trailers for this, but I don't think I ever watched it. It was probably at that cinema that you always go to because apparently it's a bit of an artsy film. I mm. haven't seen this, so... Okay. But another one I did have on my list. I had it queued up and ready to go. I just once again didn't get around to it. Uh, but the story <laughs> is... <laughs> Louise and Casper, a Danish couple, live in an isolated villa in the middle of the forest away from modern life, technology, and even electricity. <gasps> How fucking boring. Louise's biggest dream is to become How do they a mother. charge their switches? How do they charge their switches? Yeah. What like, are you how do they, they play Nintendos? They, they... <laughs> fucking hell. They don't have electricity. I know, but how are they going to charge their switch? They're going to run out of <laughs> fucking power for Mario's. <laughs> you fuck. Um, look, now you fucked me up. Now I don't know where I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. Great. All right, so they don't have electricity. Got it. Louise's biggest dream is to become a mother, but she's unable to have children. She finally decides, out of desperation, to seal a pact with her Romanian maid, Elena. El- Ellen- Elena. Eleanor? Elena. 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 That's the one. Elena accepts to bear Louise's child as a surrogate mother in exchange for a large amount of money. The life, the life growing inside of her is taking shape way too fast, affecting the lives of everyone like an evil force. Mm. Paranoia and horror set in around the inevitable birth. So... I haven't seen this movie. <clears throat> I have been told that it is a very, very slow burn film with not much of a payoff at the end. That's what I've been told. S- sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of the reasons why I didn't watch it. I was not in the mood for a slow burn with not much payoff. It's also but- Danish, so I, don't, I can't think of anything, <clears throat> any great Danish horror stuff. Uh, neither can I. But uh, that's not saying anything. Like... Just because you haven't seen a Danish film doesn't mean it's not going to be good. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one I've got is a movie called Prevenge. Mm-hmm. Like, revenge, but pre. But get it? pre. That's right. Okay, the story of this is Widow Ruth is seven months pregnant when... Believing herself to be guided by an unborn baby, she embarks on a homicidal rampage, dispatching anyone who stands in her way. No. Uh, I have seen this movie. I saw it when it came out, and I remember very little of it. But I remember not really liking this one too okay. much. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, everyone else did. Um, the baby in the <laughs> womb... Like yeah. The baby in the womb talks to her in her head. And if I can recall, it has a high-pitched voice. Like it speaks like this. <laughs> you should totally kill everybody. <laughs> yeah, kind of kind of that way. If I'm remembering correctly, I could be completely wrong, but okay. that's pretty much how I remember it. Um, that's funny. Yeah, I just... I, maybe it's one of the movies that need a rewatch. I just found little to be desired with this one. Hey, just well, if you knock gel up again, we can do another one of these. Uh, won't be happening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, last one I want to talk about is a movie called Snatches from this year. Uh, okay. This is a new one. Um, <clears throat> the story is, after status-obsessed teen Sarah has sex for the first time, she wakes up the next day nine months pregnant with an alien. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, so this one is a very over-the-top crazy film. That sounds uh, fun. 
Yeah, like very much in the vein of a uh, early Peter Jackson type film, um, yeah. Dead Alive. Okay. Uh, even even similar to Deathgasm's uh, effects, cool. stuff like that. Uh, the thing is, the, you do see the the creature. It is a creature feature because she's not pregnant for long, mm-hmm. um, and the, the creature design uh, and practical effects, which are they're all practical effects in this, which is cool. Uh, uh-huh. They're they're pretty decent. Cool. Um, the story it, it is a comedy horror. Um, it is a gory comedy horror. Oh, um, even better. <laughs> I'm it, not hearing it, anything bad. It's a fun movie. It's not a movie I would watch again, though. You know, okay. I've seen it. I had my fun with it, and I'm done. Okay. So That's it's fair. one of those movies, you know. Mm. Um, but it's worth a watch, man. I, I, I give it a soft recommend. Mm-hmm. So cool. that's uh, Snatches from... Cute. Says 2019, but I think it got the wild release this year. Nice. Yeah, so. Uh, but that's basically it for what I've got uh, in regards to pregnant women. There mm. are a lot more films out there that I just didn't get a chance to really think about or read up about. Um, but there is a, an abundance of pregnant women horror films. Yeah, a couple that, like, I I was curious, like, because I looked up a little listy, listy poo too. Um, yeah. And, um... But Demon Seed, I read the book. Mm. Um, okay. But I haven't seen the movie, so I can't speak to the movie, but I very much enjoyed the book. Um, like, Can you give us a gist of what it, the story's about? Uh, yeah, so it's it's about this like scientist who builds um, like supercomputers and like smart systems and things. And uh, like it's so smart, it can develop like leukemia treatments and it's like self-aware it's ai kind of thing right um and it's called proteus and it he builds it into his house and it becomes obsessed with the scientist's wife and forcibly impregnates her um with like uh, like a half human half robot thing (laughs) Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, so like I have a mouthful of coffee. That's cool. That's a, that's like kind of the basis of it. Right. So it's pretty worth a read. It was, it was definitely worth a read. I'm not sure about the movie. Um, but yeah, I'd be keen to check out the movie. I think I saw reviews of the movie and they weren't horrible. So. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm keen to watch it if it ever comes up, but. Yeah. Um, apparently, Eraserhead's one. Uh, it's a movie I've heard of, but don't really know anything about. Like the the old Eraserhead. The seventy seven Eraserhead. <clears throat> um, yeah, I've heard that it's not very. It, it's 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 a very artsy film with that, that that's confusing. I, I once again, I haven't seen it either, so I'm okay. not too sure. It doesn't really interest me, to be perfectly honest. And I know it's one of those films that, if you're a film lover, you should see. Yeah, it's like one of those like cult fucking movies where it's like, like I, I knew the name as a, like as a name, but I haven't actually seen it. and don't really know much about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But yeah. Oh, well. I know. So um, I bring those two up. Uh, like David Z was interesting to me and I was just curious if you'd seen a race ahead. Unfortunately, no. Okay. And I don't really feel like watching it to be Fair honest. Enough. <clears throat> All right. Well, why don't we take a quick break? And we'll jump into our first 
feature our review of the movie Inside from 2007. Yeah. And now for our feature presentation. We are talking about Inside from 2007. This is the French film, not the American remake, which I will get to a bit later on. Because uh, I had the honor, maybe, of, of watching that as well. Oh, we'll get to it. Uh, okay, so Inside. All right, if you don't know what Inside is, it's a French extremity film that is very fucking insane. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, all right, so the story of Inside is... Four months after the death of her husband, a woman on the brink of motherhood is tormented in her home by a strange woman who wants her unborn baby. Mm-hmm. This one comes in at a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm. Um, it stars... Now, once again, this is French, so these French names are going to be hard to pronounce, especially with my stupid brain. So Alison Paradis. Do, do you want to do it? Uh, sure. Uh, I'll do my best at guessing. <laughs> You'll do better than me, guaranteed. Uh, Alison Paradis as uh, Sarah, uh, Jean-Baptiste Taborin, Taborin, I think, as uh, Matthew, uh, Claude Lul as Le Médecin, uh, Dominique Flot as L'Infirmière. <laughs> I don't know. Uh... Nathalie Roussel as Louise, uh, Francois Regis Marchesson as uh, Jean-Pierre, and I think Beatrice Dali as La Femme, who I'm assuming is the, the scary chick. She is in the credits under the woman. She's not yeah. given a name, so... Well, that's yeah, that's what La Femme <clears throat> means, so... Yes. Um, directed by... Alexandra Bustillo and Julian Moray, mm-hmm. who I believe they did something recently, and I can't remember what it is. Oh, that's right. They did. That. They did uh, Leatherface, um, the prequel uh, to the Texas okay. Chainsaw Massacre. Which, uh, what did you think of that? Well, my mum, mum always said, "Don't say anything." <laughs> I thought mum always said, "Chocolate isn't good for dogs." Yeah, well, she said that too. <laughs> she also said, oh, I can't, Mom, I can't do it. Fucking... Sorry. Um, Fuck it well, the face wasn't good. Let's just say that. Okay, cool. I was very disappointed. Yep. All right. All right. So inside, this is a movie that I've been wanting to do for a while. Quickly, before I, before I jump into your thoughts, I first saw this 
Um, I got when I first started listening to podcasts. This mm-hmm. is a film that was suggested, and I cannot remember what podcast said to watch it. But I thought, yeah, uh, they were talking about a movie called High Tension, which is another French film. Um, they said if you like that, you'll like Inside. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I liked High Tension. Um, I'll watch Inside. Mm-hmm. And I got inside, and holy fucking shit. If you like gore, you'll like this movie. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like gore, I don't think you're going to love this. Mm. Yeah. This is uh, this is fawn, man. This is very fawn. I would put it up there as one of the most goriest movies I've seen. And when I say that, I'm, I'm, I'm not really talking about the obvious gore films, such as Deathgasm, where it's very... Over the top gore. It's it's this, not ridiculous viscera and like blood, uh, like where it's like it's not cartoony. Yes, yeah, it's not like blood blood fountains when you decapitate someone. Yeah, this is very realistic gore. Yeah, um, which is one of the reasons why I think this movie is talked about so much is because of how realistic the effects are in this film. Mm. Uh, this good. movie. This movie made me cringe multiple times mm. because some of the some of the gore in it, some of the the actions that these that th- this woman, the killer, does yeah. is like oh, makes your blood run cold. Yeah, man, for sure. It's uh, it's full on. It's full on. Um, okay, let's let's hear it. Did you like this film? Yes or no? I fucking love this movie. <laughs> yes, I love a good fucking gory movie. I- does not fucking hold back it's fucked up the motivation's enough like it's not a fucking thinker man for sure like it, you're not uh you're not like uh, pulling apart threads and figuring things out it's just like here's the motivation and then she fucking just goes for it uh-huh <laughs> oh, that, yeah that's it that's it like <clears throat> you know it's just <sighs> yeah it's just goes for it it just goes for it so hard and it and it's so brutal and like are we spoiling shit or I don't yeah know. well we this isn't really a spoiler free podcast we do spoil films in this movie so if you haven't seen inside maybe maybe skip a bit because we're gonna be talking about some of the kills and some of the mm. gore effects in this so you have two seconds one two okay so how about those scissors in the kneecap oh dude you know what really got me? The, yeah. the belly button scissors. Because yes. it was like, you know when you pick your belly button too hard? Yeah. <laughs> Felt like that, but with a fucking knife. <laughs> a, a pair of scissors. That's the biggest pair of scissors I've ever seen. <sighs> it was like the us scissors, man. Oh, I'd say they're bigger than the us scissors. Mm. These things so were too. like fucking cutting turkeys oh, apart. Huge. Yeah, but when it went in, I could feel it. It was, oh, it was so yeah. good. Like, I mean, horrible, but good. Like... It makes your blood run cold. Yeah, legit. And, and um, <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, the kneecaps, the fucking stabbing in the dick, the yeah. When she like kills her mom, fuck me, man. She's just like that, <laughs> and I'm like, no. It like that wasn't the most creative kill by any sense of the word, but no, but just like the emotional moment was like, yeah, brutal. it just yeah, it got to you, man. And I mean, like. Oh, there's, there's, it just did not stop. I remember watching this and I was like, um, the few gore scenes, gore scenes at the start. I'm like, all right, this is full on. And then it just continues. It's like, oh my God, this is the fucking best. Like more I'm people kept this. showing up and I'm like, oh shit. Mm. 
Yeah, like, but they, they're going to kill them too. But it all makes sense as to why these people show up. And, yeah. and look, people have problems with why these people, some of these people showing up. I didn't have problems with anyone showing no. up in this movie. The, the cops, they said they sent the cops. Yep. Um, so first one was the, her boss who she called earlier and left a message. So he came to check on her cause he's got the keys anyway. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. Her mum comes to check on her cause she's a fucking mum. And she's due any day now. Yeah. And she's like, and due it's Christmas tomorrow and it's Christmas. <clears throat> and she just, I don't know, wanted to fucking come see her. Makes yep. sense. Shit goes down. She calls the cops. They show up. They send someone later um, to go check on her. Makes sense. Yep. Like, I don't know what, what people are like. Well, why there? There, there were more, there were more kind of talking about the, 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 the guy that they caught, the cops caught. Why they're did they talking, bring him in? They're talking about a, a riot happening in, in, in Paris. Mm. And um, they brought someone in from the riot. Yeah. And basically they bring him into the house because they can't leave him alone in the cop car. But they've got him handcuffed to this cop, and then they the cop gives him a gun. I think people had problems with that, but I'm like, oh. maybe. But I don't know. I don't. I also don't know how things work in France. So, well, there's that. Also, I, I I can, I can get past that. You know. Yeah, like he wasn't doing anything violent towards the cops or anything like that. Like, no, he wasn't. It's not like they just caught him murdering somebody or something. Like, yeah, it's not like he, he has he Michael just, Myers. He was riding and he was being cheeky. That's right, cheeky. Yeah, real cheeky boy. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I like maybe. I have one question though. Yes, because I only just watched it once, so I didn't have a chance to like rewatch bits that I kind of missed. What What happened with the cop at the with that cop at the box? Like, why was his eyes all fucked up? What What did she do to him? Because I must have missed that bit. God damn, I must have missed it too. <laughs> Because he comes back... I thought he was a fucking zombie or some shit. When when he gets the circuit breaker working and he just fucking swings at the bitch. Oh, man. I've gone blank now. I can't exactly remember. That's okay. I'm going to look it up. Because I can't... Yeah, yeah, I'm like... I couldn't figure it out. Um, Um, But, yeah, man. Oh, the burns too? Like, fuck, man. Yes. Yeah, like, talking about effects in this movie, like, did any of the effects pull you out of the movie? Um, maybe the headshot, but it looks so fucking cool, I was, like, down. Yeah, you can tell it's a, it's a dummy, but it still looks fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And I yeah. don't think this movie was big on budget, but they worked so well with the budget they had. Mm. Mm. So, there's that. Um, all right, let's, I want to talk about the acting. Um, I will mention that this is a French film, so it's spoken in France. I and and once again, unfortunately, this movie, especially uh, in Australia, I'm speaking of, this movie is hard to come across. Yeah, um, <laughs> we had to find other means necessary to watch mm-hmm. this movie, which is unfortunate because I would really, really like to own this movie. Uh, but it is, if you can find it, it is ex- it is expensive to buy. And I just don't have that type of coin to buy. Um, but mm. I unfortunately had to watch this movie dubbed. Um, oh. English dubbing. And it it's not good dubbing. It loses man. something? It does. It really yeah. does. So I can't really speak 
on the acting too much. I'm more, I was more looking at the, the facial expressions when, when, when thinking about acting and going off that, I really think the acting was really good. I mean, take for example, the woman, the, the, the killer, Mm -hmm. she plays such a perfect psychopath. You know Mm. what she reminded me of? What? Feruza Bulk. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Feruza Bulk is uh, Vicky Valancourt from the uh, the Waterboy. She's oh. the she's the girlfriend in American yeah. History X. She's that bitch in like every fucking nineties yeah. ass movie. Yeah, and then disappeared. The main witch in the Craft. I think she's in um, uh, Empire Records too. Possibly, I can't remember. But you know how she has that very. Crazy she's eyes. got a crazy look. Like she looks like a crazy motherfucker. Yeah, and she always gets cast as crazy people. Yeah, really. She does it well. Yeah. But this chick here, this woman, same same thing. Like she just had that psychopath look down pat. Did you do yeah. you agree on that? Definitely. Yeah. That's why um, I was like, especially when she was like screaming and like shaking her hair around. Yeah. I got those like evil Ernie vibes. Who's fucking such a who? Who the fuck is evil Ernie? Evil Ernie is like a fucking really minor comic book <laughs> from like the nineties. Like super I didn't even have any of his comics. I just remember seeing him in um uh do you know Wizard Magazine from back no. in the day? Wizard no. Magazine was like a comic book collector's magazine. Right. So I used to just see the covers and I thought they were fucking sick in the <laughs> in the magazine and shit. Yeah, okay. When I was a kid. But it just always kind of stuck in my head. It was like that whole kind of Spawn era, like, of characters in the 90s. Okay. Where it's just, like, the shit everywhere. But, yeah, just that big fucking round head with all the teeth and shit. Yeah, it was cool. Right. Okay. (laughs) I didn't didn't see it, but all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But let's talk about the, the main actress who I... I believe her name's Sarah. Am I wrong? Or yes, I know I mean, it's Sarah. You're not, yes, you're not is. wrong. It is Sarah. <laughs> yes, because uh, I, I did watch the remake of this as well, and it's Sarah as well. So I couldn't remember if I was getting that wrong or not. Mm. Um, but w- what did you think about her, her, her performance in this? I thought she was great. She was fucking sad. Like, like she was yeah. just about to have her baby. Her husband's dead. Like, what the fuck do you do? Like, her life is shit. Like, I I found it very very believable because you see you see the car crashes opens up with the car crash at the start, mm. and then stra- we cut straight to like four months after, and she's in the doctor's surgeon and she's basically a bitch and she's very cunty, mm. and my, my, my first first thoughts was like fuck this bitch is a this chick is a bitch, but then I thought about it, I'm like you know if that happened to me I'd be the exact same. Yeah. I'd be the biggest cunt. I wouldn't care if I lived or died. The, mm-hmm. the world would just be dead to me. And I'm like, yeah. that's in my world. That's so believable. Yeah, totally. You know, <clears throat> um, so I really liked how she was just empty, basically. Mm. That's um, basically until, it. Yeah, until things started to happen. Um, so for performances, besides the dubbing and all that stuff, the the the, the voice dubbing is horrible. But mm. the performances, from what I gathered, were really really strong. They were. They were really good. Yeah. Um, like, the subtitled version was pretty great. I'm so Sorry, jealous. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I would really, I'd really like to see 
the the actual full version of this movie. For sure. Maybe one um, day. One day. <clears throat> Maybe one day I'll get a promotion. I'll be able to buy the Blu-ray or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just need to make 500 grand a year. Um, um, <laughs> just like this. <laughs> it's like kind of a downer ending too, which is always fun. That's what I like the most about it. Is the okay? Let's uh, let's go into the story. Sure. Did you like the actual the full story of it? Did you like it? Mm-hmm. I did. I, 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 f- I found it really original. I found it not too in depth. You know, it's a very simple story, but like, it works so well. Mm. When it started, I thought it was the nurse from the from the very start. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, has the nurse like been like stalking her and shit? And I was, and then, like. The, what the actual movie is is way better. <laughs> like, yeah. But, it's something kind of unexpected because you mm. kind of forget the whole... Well, you don't, Like, you kind of... Yeah, you kind of forget the whole car crash at the start. Mm. So when, when you finally un, unravel that twist, you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and it just... It worked for me, man. Um, I thought... I thought I like... Halfway through, I sort of worked it out. Um, yeah. where I was like, oh, she must be like, her husband must've died or someone must've died in the car crash, mm-hmm. like of the other car. But yeah. 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 But you, you get the whole story that like, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. she totally also had a sense. baby. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's fucking motivation enough. Exactly. And I liked how it wasn't too in depth. You know, they could have taken the whole approach of giving us 20 different twists and making this somewhat a supernatural story, but they didn't. They made it very simple, easy to understand. This is plain and simple a revenge film. It feels like, um, you know how like John Wick is, is a movie by a fucking stuntman, basically? Yeah. It feels like that, but like by a special effects artist. Yeah. Like it, it feels like an SFX artist got to make a movie. Everything else is decent enough, but the effects is where it fucking kills it. So yeah. it's just basically different little set pieces so they can do their effects. Yeah. And it, fuck, that works more than fine for me, you know? Yeah, I'll go off that. Mm. Um, another thing I liked about this movie was the sound design. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is another, I, I read, uh, sorry, I watched some YouTube reviewers on this movie and some people had problems with the, they call it the cheetah noise. Do you know what the, that noise I'm talking about? The like, the, uh, the high yeah. shrieking noise. Yeah. Like they when, had a problem. Um, yes. When the, when the cop gets up, oh, what happened to him was, you know, how like the dude had that big shotgun looking thing. Yeah. So that was like a riot gun. So it shoots out like a, a, a flare type bullet thing. Oh, okay. So because it was so close, it like burnt his eyes and shit. So he couldn't see, but it didn't kill him. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So she shot him with that and that's what happened to his face and eyes and stuff. There you go. Okay. Yeah. That will come into my dislikes in just a second. Okay. Um, but yeah, the sound design in this movie, I found it really, really cool. They do this shrieking high-pitched noise mm. um, multiple times, not over the top, but it happens a couple of times when a gore effect happens. Mm. Um, and some people had problems with it. I fucking loved it because it, it kind of scared me, those noises. It, it yeah. shook me up. 
it's uh it's unnerving and but like also for me it like it's very of its time like it super reminds me of like 2000 horror yeah like and i don't know i you know that's when i started really watching horror movies and stuff so it's kind of a little throwbacky for me so i it, i dig it yeah um, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely not pleasant to listen to. And I think that's about affronting your eyes and affronting your ears. I think it's totally fine. Yeah, definitely. I mean, all in all, this movie is not a feel-good movie. No, if you, if you want to watch it to be happy, you, you've fucked up. <laughs> well, I mean, I kind of do. <laughs> well, like if, you, if you, like, if you're expecting a happy ending, put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, a nice true. resolution. True. Um, all right. Do you have anything more to add about anything you liked before we jump into what we didn't like? Um, I just kind of, I kind of dug the struggle. Like she fucking struggled the whole way mm-hmm. to the end. And even in the end, it just was like, no, nothing you can do here. Yeah. Like you think she's beat. No, she's <laughs> still going. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and because we're given that happy ending, so many times in movies, you're, you're constantly thinking, oh, this is going to end up all right. Yeah. Nope. No. Especially when she, <laughs> she, like, fucking gives herself one of those, like, uh, what's it called? Tracheotomy? Mm-hmm. With the knitting needle, and, like, she tapes it up, so it's like, oh, fuck, she's maybe just going to survive? Yeah. And, like, make it to the hospital, give birth, and then she, like, fucking it, cut to nine months later, and there's a kid running around or some shit. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> no, you're not given anything of that. You, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're given the probably worst outcome ever for her. Yeah, for sure. For her, yeah, yeah. What did you, what did you call it when she, it has a name? I can't remember when you, when she couldn't breathe. So she stabs herself in the I think throat. It's tracheotomy. Yeah. So, so explain what that is. I, I know what it is, but I'm, I'm sure that you're going to explain it better than I will. Um, it's just basically, so... <laughs> to breathe, you need oxygen to get to the lungs. If oh. if there is, if you've been choked or your airway's blocked, um, you're not going to breathe. You can't breathe, so you can't take in oxygen because yes. it's all connected. So right. the two tubes from your mouth and your nose go into this one tube. So if they're blocked, you're not getting oxygen. Mm-hmm. So a way to circumvent that is you make an incision in the neck into straight into the tube and then you can breathe sort of through your neck. And that's what it does. Okay. Um, so- and the reason they put like a straw or an opening there is because uh, usually there's too much blood. Like she looked like she was breathing out a bunch first so yep. she could sort of clear it. Um, but yeah, the, the theory is, is like you're just going further down the tube and making a, another opening so you can get oxygen into the lungs so okay so she does that she stabs herself in the throat mm-hmm. question yes if you had to yes. could you do that to yourself uh yeah if it's like uh between living or dying it'd be fucking hard but i guess how much depends how much i wanted to live that day <laughs> i mean yes that's true but would you know exactly where to stab oh uh no but i would guess somewhere like uh, under the adam's apple mm. like in that little spot uh, you can kind of feel, feel in your neck where it kind of dips. I yeah. think it's there, but I don't know. That's where I guess if I had to guess, not being a doctor and not really knowing. Yeah. 
I'd say it straight in the middle and I'd kind of use my ribs as a, uh, as a guide. Yeah. Okay. So I probably feel along there, get my finger there and then try and stab there. See how I go and I try and not I... stab too much. Maybe yeah. Like, maybe like a digit in. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's, it's a tough question. I, 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 I don't think I could ever bring myself because I'd be too scared to like go too far in and then be like, oh, well, I'm dead. Yeah. I think, I I don't know. I think by the, by the point you've realized that your airway is blocked, you've probably passed out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I I think for most tracheostomies, it's, it's going to be someone else doing it. So I think maybe that's a little unbelievable, but Mm -hmm. whatever. I mean, who knows? It was a cool scene. (laughs) We don't, we don't know her backstory. She could be a, a surgeon for all we know. Oh, she's a photographer. So, oh, that's right. She's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk. Is there anything in this movie that you didn't like? Um. Again, like I guess the story is not next level. Uh, the acting is adequate, like, but it's not, you know, super amazing. But I, mm-hmm. I understood the story it didn't have too many plot like too many gaping plot holes for me um and the characters conveyed what i think they wanted to convey um but it wasn't like it wasn't next level anything except maybe the effects yeah um and that's i don't know that's me like fucking picking at straws you know yeah it was was pretty solid so for me and it's not really a dislike, it's more of a nitpick. The scenes where you see the baby, they they look too CGI. They were... Uh, okay, I'll agree, but I also liked them. Why is that? Because I hadn't really seen it before. And it was like... Um, it was different for you. Yeah, it was like... I never really thought like... Because it, it's trying to make the baby a character. Like... Yeah, that's true. By including it and like it does it with if you cared about the fetus of her of Sarah, then it shows you the death of the fetus of the lady as well. Yeah. In the yeah, car true. accident. So I think it's trying to I don't know. Get give it an extra level. But yeah, I'll agree, the CGI is bad for that. Yeah. Not I mean- bad, just could be better. Yeah, well, that's it. That's it. I mean, it's um, it's not a dislike. It's more just of a nitpick. Yeah, but I thought it was interesting. But again, yeah, maybe not executed the the best. Yeah. Um, another thing I did notice in the movie that some of the lighting was was a little tough to see, and maybe it was just the the the, the copy that I watched it on. Did mm. you find that at all? I found it was at times too dark. Mm. Nah, I've feel like in the version I had, it was as dark as the filmmakers wanted it to be, if that makes sense. What Did you find it was too hard to see what was happening, though? Not really. Might be okay. your version. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it is then, because there were times where I was like trying really foc- to focus on what's happening. Nah. So, no, yeah, I didn't gonna, get that. All right. Well, I'm going to guess that's just my copy of it. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> all right. Beyond that, man, I didn't have a problem with this movie. Um, Damn. Let's talk about final thoughts and ratings. Sure. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. Okay. Uh, look, I'll... Uh, it was a, 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 gore fa- a gore fiend's delight. 
Yes. Uh, like, I love my fucking gory movies. It was a cool spit on shit. Uh, it fucking made me cringe. There were bits where it was genuinely hard to watch, which is... Mwah. Um, I'm, I'm going to give it an eight. I really liked it. Nice, I was, was going to go seven, but I was like, you know what? The more I think about it, the more I like it. The more I want to watch it again, even yeah. if it's just bits. And if I want to watch it again, yeah, man, eight at least, right? Like, fuck yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, so my final thoughts are... I would put this in the camp as the Evil Dead remake, as yeah. if you like gore, these are two films that you must see. Mm. Um, this movie, for me, I just, I love it. I love how insane it is. Mm. Um, I love the story, how simplistic and creative it is, how original. It's something we've never really seen before, but at the same time, it makes complete sense. And to be honest, I could see this actually happening. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put... If I saw this in the news report, I'd be like, okay, I believe it. Mm. It's not like a fucking werewolf or anything like that, you know? Um, <clears throat> I just... I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. It's It makes me fucking cringe, and that's hard to do. I've seen so many horror movies, and for a horror movie to actually make my blood turn cold, that's saying a lot. Yeah. So I'm going to give this movie a 9 out of 10. Nice. I think it's phenomenal, and it's definitely... If, if I'm being completely serious, it's probably my favorite French film oh, that really? I've seen so far. I mean, I haven't seen Frontiers. I've seen Martyrs. I've seen High Tension. Um, there's a few other ones that I've seen that I can't recall right now, but mm-hmm. this would probably be my favorite French extremity film. So, nice. Yeah, so 9 out of 10 for me. Awesome. So pretty safe to say that this movie is definitely worth a, a watch if for both sure. dummies are saying it. Yeah. All right. So on to the song also, and wasn't too long, which was good. That's true. Yeah, it was only like an hour and twenty two minutes. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So on to the song, and I had the pleasure of choosing the song for Inside. Sure did. And this one was pretty tough to find a song for. I was searching the bowels of YouTube or Spotify, and I was typing in all different things. I was typing in Inside song. Um, inside movie song and it just kept coming up with the movie Inside Out mm-hmm. and um, and I started thinking I'm like alright let's narrow it down what what is the first thing I think about when I think of the movie Inside and the first thing I think about is blood yeah. and if you want blood you got it so I went with <laughs> if you want blood you got it by ACDC fuck yeah dude so Here's this song, and we'll be back with Rosemary's Baby after this. (laughs) Enjoy.
right, we're back, and I completely forgot to talk about the Inside remake from 2017, I think it was. So I'm just going to quickly do it now before we jump into Rosemary's Baby, because I watched it, and I feel like it's a waste if I don't talk about it. So Um, America watched it, and then they were like, we can't understand these proofy cunts. What's going on? We need a remake. Yes. Pretty much. (laughs) Okay. Sick. Um, Because America has to remake everything. Basically, if, if it makes if it makes success over in that country, then America's going to do it. Well, we can do it, but better. <laughs> no, no, you cannot. Okay. <laughs> um, this movie is free on YouTube if you want to watch it. Uh, the quality isn't great, but it's watchable, and that's how I watched it. And to be honest, I, I kind of regret watching watching it. Okay. Um, I knew going in that this was going to be a, mad, a bad movie because. Of what everyone else has said. Everyone else has given this a a very low score and said it's not even worth it. It's it's a it's a pointless remake for stupid reasons. Like why was it made? Um, you, you know what pisses me off most what, is Tim? is bad is bad writing in a movie. For example, okay, this movie opens up much like the first one with the car crash, um, except this time you're given. Dialogue. You're given a bit of characterization between the the main character Sarah and her husband, and they're talking about baby names. You know, and the husband goes, "Well, how about the name Zoe?" And Sarah goes, "Oh, I don't really like that name. How about Beatrice? Because Beatrice is a lot better than Zoe." Yeah, um, for sure. But then, but then the husband goes, "Oh, yuck, Beatrice." And then Sarah, who I assume is the wife, if not, they're a couple. They're having a baby together. So you'd think they know everything about each other, right? Mm. Sarah goes, hey, I had an aunt aunt called Beatrice. I'm like, all right. Already, you just just shown me that you do not give a shit about, about writing. Because why would... Why did she have to say that? Like, obviously he knows that. And I said this to my wife. I'm like, if I just randomly said, hey, I have, a, I have an auntie called Elizabeth, which I do. My wife wouldn't be like, oh, really? She'd be like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And? Yeah, exactly. But no. We find out something, like this character find out something new about this other character. So already you had me at like, all right, fine. The writing's going to suck in this movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it does. And basically what you're getting with this movie is almost the exact same story minus the gore. I mean, yes, it did have gore in it, but nothing to the extent of the first one. I'm I'm on YouTube flicking through it. I uh, don't. It's, yeah. Um, the, I'll, I'll get to the ending in a second, but... Yeah. The, I'll get the, there. the the woman, the killer in this movie, the acting from her is so one dimensional to the point where I was thinking, holy fucking shit, she sounds like Siri or the fucking voice from the Nav Man when you when you're um, trying to go somewhere in your car. Please take a left turn. Exactly. That's exactly how she sounded in many parts. She's like Sarah. Please open give me the your door. baby from out of you. <laughs> That's exactly how it was. And I just kept laughing. And, and Jaleesa was saying, like, what's funny? I'm like, this fucking woman sounds like Siri. It's so bad. I have decided um, that I will play this emotionless. And emotionless <laughs> to me is a computer. That's, yeah, spot on. Um, it, The whole movie just felt safe. You know, where the original French film, it was so, it was so insane and they and they went places that you 
you wouldn't think they would. In the American version, they just played it safe. And it goes to the ending. And the ending of this American version is the exact opposite of the of the original. Yeah. The I original... won't say what happened, but oh, okay. by exact opposite, you can pretty much guess what I'm talking about. Well, she's not a human taco at the end. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I watched the ending and I'm already mad at it. I have no interest in the rest of this at all. It, yeah, like, and I flicked through to see some of the kills. Yeah, they're 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 nowhere near the the original standard. Yeah. Um. So honestly, another thing about this this remake is it feels the need to explain everything that's happening. You know, and, and and to be honest, I can't. I read that. I wrote that in notes, and right now I'm reading it. And I'm like, I can't give you an example right now because I've kind of put it out of my brain. Yeah. But I remember thinking that while watching it. But yeah. um, this is one that you don't don't watch. Just avoid it. I, yeah. I should have listened to every single other person out there who said avoided it. Um, yeah, it's we it's do not it good. so you don't have to. Exactly, and you know what? I saw it. I went on YouTube just to watch the trailer and I saw it there on YouTube, the full movie in full. And I thought, fuck it. How bad's it going to be? And it's bad, man. It really is. So inside from 2017, just give it a pass. Yep. Oh, uh, that, that's another thing. I, I got, I got to say this, how in the original, the character of Sarah was a cold hearted bitch because she lost everything mm-hmm. in this one. After we're given the car crash and the guy dies, the girl just seemed to not give a fucking shit that she lost her husband. <laughs> Everything was hunky-dory and she was happy and ready to live life. She moved on. You know, and, and it comes later to the point where after looking through her, her camera of, of photos, she's there looking at cameras of photos of fucking butterflies and flowers and smiling and then she comes across a picture of her husband and sadness. And then she's like, oh, that's it's right, like, dead husband. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. It's like, oh, I forgot about Matthew. Yeah. It's like, oh, for fuck's sakes. Anyway, uh, Inside Remake, give it a pass, man. Give it a pass. All right, you know, we're going to play... give a pass. Spoilers. Yes. Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> good one, good one. All right, well, we're going to play the trailer for Rosemary's Baby now, and we'll be back with our review on that film in a second. Children? Uh, we plan to. Oh, it's a wonderful apartment. I love it. See what she's trying to do? She's trying to get you lower the rent. <laughs> oh, please, let's take it. Oh, you're pregnant? No, not yet. Oh, you're not religious, my dear, are you? You know how actors are, they're all a bit self-centered. I dreamed someone was raping me. We have to make a baby. Dr. Hill? Congratulations. You're pregnant. 
Now to a fine, healthy baby. Here, here. Here. I have a pain. Here. Pregnant women gain weight, they don't lose it. Pain like that is a warning that something isn't right. dick all right wow. you ready yeah <laughs> okay we are talking about rosemary's baby from 1968 that was a long time ago mm-hmm. the story of rosemary's baby is a young couple trying for a baby move into a fancy apartment surrounded by peculiar neighbors that's so odd that's a shit plot synopsis that yep. gives you nothing <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? I'm, not, I'm just gonna leave it like that right okay uh okay this stars mia farrow as rosemary mm-hmm. john Casavet. Casavetes as Guy Woodhouse, yep. Ruth Gordon as Minnie, um, Sydney Blackmare as Roman, um, Maurice Evans as Hutch, um, along with a lot of other people, probably Tough. guys and girls you've never heard of. Uh, this is directed by Roman Polanski and Daniel's favorite director. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, um, did you wanna do I want to touch it? on that now? Go for it, man. Look. My so first of all, <laughs> what he did was this um, cunt. Yeah, he was arrested because he basically drugged and raped a thirteen-year-old girl called Samantha Gailey. Uh, like there were, he was modeling for her. She was modeling for him, and then, um, yeah, basically, drugged her, knocked her out, and then fucked her. Uh, and he, there was all sorts of fucking in and out proceedings uh and basically he escaped to uh i think france i am not sure but he's not in america anymore so they they've been trying to extradite him back to america for um to prosecute him for years right however my stance on shit is that i wouldn't support him if he put out a movie today However, if stuff has come out already and it's already been part of the culture and it's already part of the zeitgeist, I don't think it's a bad thing to watch it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's part of film history at this point. Yeah. It influenced people. People made better movies because of this movie. Yeah. Like, kind of... If you if you remove his work, you you change history. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's a good thing. Okay, here's here's my thing about this, and this comes down to Victor Salva as well, who directed uh, Jeepers Creepers, because he did something. 
Something similar. Okay. Um, and this is a conversation that is not easy to be said and is often talked about, is should we support these movies? Because back when Jeepers Creepers came out, no one knew about Victor Salva and what he had done. Everyone liked Jeepers Creepers and all that stuff. Yeah. And here's my thing, all right? Fuck that cunt. Right, mm. Victor Salva, like like rape's not cool. Right, don't rape. That's yeah, not, that's don't not, do it. Don't don't rape. But I can separate the art from the artist. Mm. You know, when Agreed. I watch Jeepers Creepers, I, I just take it out of my mind. I don't even think about it. All right, and I'm not going. I'm not one of those people that are going to stand there and and um um what's what's the word um protest yeah about a movie coming out because someone did something. Okay. Because there are so many other people involved in making a movie, you know? Exactly. Like, Mia Farrow, just for example, fucking acted her little tits off in this fucking movie. Uh, okay. I think so. I think she was really good. But, like, <laughs> but there were, there were many people that um, got this to work. Yes. You know, it wasn't just him. And, um, but, yeah, I think... Don't support people once shit's come out. If they're making a new thing, don't give them new money. But like, as far as old stuff, I'm cool with it. I can separate it. So if hmm. if Roman Polanski brought out a new movie, I would watch it. Really? No. Even if it was like all up in your in your interests, it doesn't matter because I know now, and I don't want to support him now. Okay. If that makes sense. Whereas this is already, it's happened. It was years ago. Mm. Like, um, it's, it's, it's part of movie history, especially this movie. Okay. You know, what if he remaked your favorite film in the whole world, which is what? Oh, I don't even know. Pan's Labyrinth. Why would you want to remake Pan's Labyrinth? Okay. Just for argument's sake. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be curious. Would you... You wouldn't even be curious to see what it's like, even if people are saying it's the fucking... It's phenomenal and best film ever. No, I don't... I don't want to... You know... I think that once somebody gets caught for something like that, uh, their career should be dead. I don't see why they should keep... Like... It should be, but it doesn't. It doesn't happen that way. It doesn't, but I don't... Like... I think it should be, so I try and practice what I preach kind of thing. Yeah, okay. All right. Like, I wouldn't ever buy... Like, I mean, I would buy one anyway, but, like, I'd never buy, like, a Chris Brown CD or some shit like that. Well, I wouldn't because his music's horrible. Yeah, I mean... But... (laughs) Go on. Scenario me. Would you... Would you... Even if you were curious on it, would you pirate it so that guy didn't get money? Um... Do you think that's okay? I, I honestly think I could live without it, to be real. Wow, Okay. All right, fair enough. Anyway, that's enough on that conversation. Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of had to be acknowledged at the start. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he, he's... Uh, this is the funny thing, because I know Roman Polanski more because of Sharon Tate. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and if you don't know Sharon Tate, uh, she was one of the victims in the Charlie Manson family murders, mm. uh, who was married, and I believe pregnant at the time, to well, she Roman was supposed Polanski. To be- this chick uh rosemary yeah 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 i know uh, when did the, when did that happen when did she pass away that was after um, after this right i'm not sure i'm assuming before this right hmm i'm yeah, i'm not 100 too sure 
to be honest. Uh, I'll do a quick Google. But yeah. I've, I've, I've never been one of those people that's been heavily into true crime type yeah. stuff. I love me some murder um, porn myself. Everyone seems to. I just, I don't know. I don't really get into true crime. Uh, 69, she died. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so a year after this. Yeah, she was 26. Oh, wow. Oh, that's so brutal. Yeah. She was very pretty too. Mm. Anyway, all right. Let's talk, let's stop talking about the bad stuff uh, coinciding with this movie. Let's talk about the actual movie yeah. itself. Um, so this was my first time watching this this movie, and I and I know it's it's one of those movies that's ingrained in horror movie history, and it's one of the big heavy hitters that you must watch if you're a horror horror fan. But and here's my reason why I've never seen it. Okay. Because of what everyone has said about this movie, everyone told me that this movie was very slow, not much of a payoff, and it's runtime two hours and 17 minutes or something like that. I've never really been into the zone of thinking, yes, I want to watch a slow movie that doesn't really have much of a payoff. Yeah. So I just never really got the want to watch this movie. And... I know there are other few people who are horror podcasters who've never seen this movie as well. Um, so it's not just me, but... Um, I'm in the upper echelon now. <laughs> Have you seen this before we reviewed it? Nah. Okay. I, um, I'm i glad I watched it. I am. Because it wasn't... I thought, I thought this was all building up to, I thought it was fucking straight garbage. <laughs> no, 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 no. And, and, and I, maybe I went in expecting a very slow, boring movie, but... Honestly, I did. Did you went... You yeah, went, I went in totally expecting that. I'm like, I had my phone ready. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. I went in as well. I went in expecting a very slow movie, but I didn't get that. I mean, yes, it is. It is slow, but it's not boring. No, you do you don't think that at all. I look. I thought the the start was pr- pretty slow. Yeah. However, it does that like really honestly like fairly modern thing of like it just gives you little nuggets of what's going to happen like the whole time. Yeah. If you're paying attention, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's building up the story. Yeah, like, the the fact that they're, like... Like, the cupboard thing is... It's kind of just thrown at you at the start. It's made a big deal of. So it's like, you can't fucking miss it. Mm-hmm. But it's not mentioned for the rest of the fucking movie. They don't yes. even allude to it. You've forgotten. And I think, like... I think he knew that when you were like when you're watching it that you would have forgotten about the cupboard, so it gets to be another surprise again. But he's already, um, he's already mentioned it. He's already mentioned it. Like there's a bit where uh, they're on the floor playing Scrabble and stuff, mm-hmm. and then they use the Scrabble later to for her to work out the anagram and shit. Yes, like everything seemed to have its place, even though it is like it's a wee bit bloated, for sure. There's lots of just talking, but it's it's sort of. It's there for a reason. Nothing, nothing's in it just for the sake of being in mm. it. It's, it's all showing like the slow grooming of um, mm. the husband, the first part. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, and, and I really I really had a fun time following these characters and, and trying to figure out 
what was happening with this movie. Because to be honest, what I thought this movie was about was not it at all. I thought that this movie was somewhat the omen that this movie was about uh, her being pregnant with Satan's child and Mm. her being like a supernatural force in some way. And that's not what I got at all. It's uh, very different. It's, 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 yes, she has Satan's child in her stomach, but she is not supernatural and and all these accidents aren't coming because of her. Mm. You know, so what I thought this movie was, was very different. So I had a fun time kind of following what was happening and what these characters were doing. And trying to like work it out along the way and shit as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got a little bit of hereditary vibes from like all the naked old people, but I did too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, yeah, maybe hereditary got a lot of inspiration from this movie. Hmm. Like the whole, like where she thought it was witches and all that stuff. I was like, Oh, this is like, like mad inspired hereditary. Like I felt like, um, I thought, for I think for the time it was a very like I don't think you got a lot of female led movies, but it was no. very much Mia Farrow's movie. Oh shit, yeah, shit, yeah. Um, like she really carried the whole thing, and I think she did a great job. Yeah, like I guess it's not exceptional, but I think she did a really good job. Um, for the time. Like it's 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 an older movie, so it's going to be a bit dated, no matter like what way you cut it. Mm. Um, but I thought it had really creative shots that I hadn't seen in that time period. Yep, and like really cool effects, like, and just I don't know. I was never really like truly bored, and then I thought it kind of picked up at the end. For me, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to the ending in a second. The thing, the thing I was kind of alluding to when I went, when you said it's good acting, and I said, hmm. mm. I, I found the acting very over. Like it was very over acting. I think that's just how they did it. I, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was just a product of the time, like you said. Like um, I'm delivering my lines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just like it was very, it's very over the top. You know, but yeah, I, I agree. It's, I think it's just 1968's way. It's it's much like like the the 30s and the 40s films. They're very yeah. much the same. So I think it's that transition from like before film, which didn't really exist until what 1930, 1940. Um, acting was stage acting, and you yes. act for the back of the room, kind of mm-hmm. thing. You you project and you enunciate. And, like, you do all that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, so it's, like, it's kind of a differently shot stage play, and it's all kind of an evolution from there. Yeah. And you no, had no, these you... big, like, gestures and hand movements and things to 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 convey emotion, because that was what 200 years of, or so many hundred years of acting was before that. Yeah. So it's only recently where it's like, oh, just the more normal you act like Mm -hmm. a regular person, um, the more real it feels kind of a thing. No, you're a hundred percent right. Um, but yeah. Um, 
All right, let's 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 dive more into this movie because while watching this movie, what I, one of the big things I like about this movie is the treatment of pregnant people, and I, I see this a lot with my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, we're we're given all the all these neighbors and all these strange people are constantly making sure she's okay, constantly giving her food to eat, telling her what to do, what to eat, what not to eat, and I see yeah. that a lot with my wife. <laughs> Like, especially with my family. They mm. tell her, always, sit down, don't do this, don't do that, just don't relax. Don't just rest. And, and Jill, my wife, she's she's very... She hates being told Coddled. what to do kind of thing. Yeah. She's very independent. Mm. Um, and if she... And she's always on the go, you know? She always feels like she has to do something. And um, also, like, it's not her first rodeo kind of thing as well. Yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> But oh, yeah. I feel that that's just how people treat pregnant women. Mm. And I could see it getting fucking annoying. Oh. You know, it's, it, they act like they're crippled and they're bound to a wheelchair or something like that. Also, and apparently anybody can just <clears throat> touch your stomach is a thing. Right? That people think is cool. Actually, you know what's funny? I, I don't actually see that a lot with Julissa. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really happen, but I know where you're coming from. It happens a lot in film, and, and I remember my mum, it happened to her a lot when she was pregnant with her 70th child. Um, I, I used to see it happen at work when a, when a chick I worked with was pregnant, and like office ladies had come in who hadn't seen her in a while, and they'd come in and just like touch her stomach. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, I mean, like, you know, it sucks. Like, yeah, the baby's in there, but like, my dick did all the work. Like, touch yeah, my dick. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say, <laughs> like, give your balls a fun door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, rub, <laughs> rub, rub my dick. Say good job, dick. penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was my whole point. I think that's what I was getting to. <laughs> no, but I, I really, I really did appreciate how they kind of showed a bit um, what it's like to be a pregnant woman. Um, yeah, and, for sure. and and that's not dated. That's still happening like nowadays. Mm. So it's universal. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, this movie, as you said before, Mia Farrow. It's all about her, mm-hmm. and I like how her character developed from having a husband and having all these people worry and care about her. To at the end, she was completely alone. She felt like she had no one to turn to. Everyone was, as she thought, against her. And I really like that character development of her. Mm. Um, fuck, did you like, I just because I read the Wikipedia page, but the taxi bit, did you know about that? Explain. Oh, so the bit where she walks into traffic? Oh, yeah, I've got that on trivia. Yeah, right? Like, I don't know, that was crazy to me. I still can't get over that. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll read what it... I've yeah, got you do it. Here. The scenes where Rosemary walks in front of traffic were spontaneous and genuine. Roman Polanski is reported to have told her that no one will hit a pregnant woman. The scene was success- successfully shot with Farrow walking into real traffic and Polanski following, operating the handheld camera since he was the only one willing to do it. It's That's nuts. fucked up. <laughs> it is. It, it's, it's a lot like the movie Raw. Mm. The, the lines won't hurt you. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, but yeah, crazy. Um, but yeah, I just, I really enjoyed it. Like, that's um, good, man. 
Let's let's talk about the ending because yes, please. That- <laughs> I was like, I want to talk about it, but I don't know if it's yeah. time. No, let's do it. Let's do it because I, I wasn't confused, but I kind of wanted an explanation. And I went on Reddit and mm. saw a lot of people's uh, what what they thought. What, what did you think happened? Uh, like they called forth Satan, I guess, and Satan fucked her and then gave her a baby. Yeah, okay, that's... But I mean right at the end where where it's revealed that she has birthed Satan's son, which is, mm-hmm. for some reason is called Adrian. Um, I know, that was weird. I was like... Oh, okay. hail Adrian, which is funny because I have a guy at work called Adrian. So nah. <laughs> I was walking around saying, oh, hail Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> he was just looking at me like, what the fuck? And he's a very Christian guy, which makes it even funnier. Mm. Um, but at the end... Like some of the people rocking were, the cradle? Yeah, it's it's rocking the cradle. The baby's crying, and the baby stops crying, and credits. So I think, I think that's like kind of her accepting the role. That's what I got to, but I I was reading on Reddit that a lot of people think that she killed the child. No, nah, like, I didn't get that at all. How how did she kill the child? No, that's that's bullshit. Yeah. No. Yeah, but it's up for interpretation. I mean, you can say how you want mm. uh, it want it to work, but yeah, I I got it that she just thought, you know what, fuck it, it's my child. It came out of my pussy. Yeah, I'm gonna love it either way. Regardless, kids love those jokes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I oh, dude, my favorite character was that fucking old lady with the coke bottle glasses, man. <laughs> Really? I could not fucking stand her. That's just funny. Do you know what I, th- what I thought was funny? What? Something that made me laugh in this movie, how you've got Rosemary, who is heavily pregnant, and all she wants to do, she's got the house to herself, all she yep. wants to do is lie down in the lounge, listen to her records, and just chill out. Yeah, fuck yeah, Next dude. thing, Next thing, you've got fucking her, her neighbour, who, Roman's wife, who yep. I'm forgetting her name. Minnie? Yeah, that's right. Knocking at her door and introducing to her friend. Yeah. Next thing, they come into Rosemary's house, sit down and just start yeah, knitting. Yeah, pull out like knitting needles and shit. I'm yeah. like, fuck like, off. What are yeah. you doing? I'd be thinking, F- get the fuck out of my house. It's like a mother. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was different back in those days, but... maybe. Oh man, I'd fucking hate that. <laughs> hey, what do you think the the girl at the start was? You think maybe like it was she wasn't the one to have the baby kind of a thing? Uh, yeah, I was confused by that because we meet her and, and that's something that shocked me. Like when she dies, mm. I was like, oh, I thought she was going to be a key character in this movie and nope, she's dead. And it's like the quote unquote goriest part of the movie. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, I didn't really get it either. Um, I didn't understand that part. My guess is that they thought she was a potential. Um, and I think that maybe the line at the end where it's like, Satan chose you, um, was because maybe they summoned Satan and he's like, nah, I don't want to fuck this one. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a different one or whatever, and then they fucking fang her out the window. But who, who, who threw her out the window? I think the the old couple does, or or one of the. I mean, they could get anyone, right? Like the fucking 
Mm, that's true. There's many people in this cult. Yeah. That is true. So they could have yeah. just knocked her out with the fucking chalky moose and fucking fanged her out a different window. That's true. I'll I'll go by that because I've really got no other explanation as to why she that's, jumped out of the window. That's about what I got, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my biggest question with this movie, and thank you for bringing that up. Okay. So, um, have you got anything more to say about Rosemary's baby? Um... I just love when anyone says Hell Satan, it makes me happy. Um, <laughs> being like a non-practicing Satanist. Uh, but yeah, it was just fun. I, I liked the ending. I thought it was great. <laughs> I was just sitting around chilling. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, not that much happens, but I thought it was a cool reveal. I thought, I thought they were definitely leaning towards that she's, it's all in her fucking head. Mm-hmm. And maybe she's like um, schizophrenic or something. Ending? That's that's kind of yeah. That's kind of what I was going with too. Like when she went to the doctors, then I was like, oh shit, they turned her in, and like, and then I forgot about the 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 cupboard and the door and how like the start. She's like, oh, they moved all the pictures and stuff yeah. as well. Like, and I was like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> God is been, that dead. Been, <laughs> that would have been a cool twist as well. Mm. But, if she was just fucked up. Yeah, I liked it. I, I liked that she gave birth to Adrian. She brought about <laughs> the coming of the Antichrist. It's Good another bad ending movie, right? Like, yeah, well, that, that's true. That's true. As much Didn't as think it's like that. pretty, like it sits at kind of like a two or a three the whole time. Yeah, uh, like action wise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like the watching her slowly descend into madness and get sicker and and get better by stopping taking the things and just becoming more and more paranoid. And it's really psychological more than stuff happening. So if you're not really paying attention, you wouldn't be getting as much of those psychological elements. I don't think. Definitely. So it would totally make it bad. If you're just like glancing up at the screen and you're like, Oh, they're just talking again. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it it is, it's, it's what two and whatever hours. And it's basically two hours of chit chat. That's right. Um, but I I really enjoyed it. I and I went in thinking it wasn't going to be great. Like, yeah, everything about like fucking nineteen sixty eight, <laughs> fucking two and a half hours. Like, what what could possibly happen? And like, it really goes to show like what um you can do with like good filmmaking. Yeah, even if you are a rapist. Yeah. All right. So, uh, score out of 10. Score out of 10. Um, um, look, man, I was leaning kind of 70, but I think for its time and because it's such, and not just like pandering and stuff, I think if I watched this in 68, I probably would have given it a 10. Yeah. Like, I think it would have blown my fucking mind, but... Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy giving it an eight for now. Okay. I need another eight. I, I, I really enjoyed it for what it was. Nice, um, man. And, and it very school. much surprised me. And I, I did genuinely, like, I giggled so much at the ending where everyone's just like, hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> hail Adrian. <laughs> God is dead. May Satan reign forever. <laughs> so good. 
Um, my final thoughts are this was this was a shock to me. I expected a very slow, boring movie, and I was pretty much glued to the screen the whole time. I was yeah. I was following these characters. I was excited to see where this movie went. I had predictions that didn't come true, so this movie mm. wasn't predictable for me. It was like twisty and turny. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is, will I ever watch this again? And rewatchability for me is a big part of my mm. of my mm-hmm. point. And I don't after doing this review, I don't see myself ever watching it again. Because I, I think the the best part of watching this was figuring out what was gonna happen at the end. And yeah. now that I know the twist, I'm like, well I mean it's like watching the sixth sense again, you know? Mm-hmm. Once you know the twist, it's like what's the point? Yeah, it's not really as enjoyable the second time. It's about the mystery, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, but in saying that, I did enjoy my time with it, and I think it's one that you should watch if you have not yet. And 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 listen to my advice, man. Uh, watch it. Don't follow everyone else who says it's boring and slow because uh, you're missing out on some great stories hey, if you do that. So I mean, you might find it boring and slow, but you'll never know until you watch it. Exactly right. Um, so that I'm giving it a seven out of ten for me. Nice. Alright, so that concludes this episode of Horror for Dummies. We want to thank each and every one of you for joining us here um, on the podcast. Um, We are proud members of the Padded Room Podcast Network and we can be found there as well as Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts and many, many more. Mm -hmm. If you would like to help this show grow... Please help this show grow. The do best I... way to do it is giving us a five-star written review mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts or even just sharing our show on social media. And there have Definitely. been a few people who've been doing that. Thanks, Brian guys. from uh, Horror Returns. Um, Samantha Day from um, from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> from the people that we know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, they've been they've been sharing our show. Brian constantly, like every week, he shares our show. Um, Appreciate it. He he does he does. Uh, there there are other people who shared who share that sh- yeah. who shares our show. Donna Nelly from the Horror Mafia podcast, along with every, a lot of other podcasts, he always shares our show. So thank you so much to those guys. guys. Really, really. Are you saying skies? I said thanks, guys. Oh, I can't. <laughs> You sound like you're saying skies. Thanks, skies and <laughs> oceans and rainforests and the rubber skies. But no, thank you to those guys. Uh, we can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Letterbox under Horror for Dummies, and we would love to hear from you. So if you have anything to say about this episode or previous episodes or future episodes, if you are from the future, um, let us know. We are very active on the Facebook page. Um, sure, yeah. And Instagram too, man. So if you want to DM us, um, get in contact with us, say what you want to say, and we'll read that shit on the show. Yeah, we so will. So you could hear your message from my voice. <gasps> yep. Spooky. Yeah. I, well, I don't know if it's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, question of the week for next week. Just remember, mm-hmm. tell us your number one 2020 release horror film thus far. Yes. We want to know. So We do. Uh, on to next week. Next week, we, once again, are going to be joined by the Friday Nightmares podcast. Scott <gasps> Crawford, Heather Powell, good, good friends of ours. So spoiled. Um, 
Well, oh man, they they are, they are some good looking people. Mm-hmm. I like them. Uh, we're going to be joined by those two, and we're going to be talking. The theme of the week next week is 2020 releases, and we're going to be focusing on two movies. Those two movies are The Lodge mm-hmm. from 2020, mm-hmm. and the newest movie Becky from 2020 as well. Yeah, uh, which yeah, stars. <laughs> Which starts not this year. This year's not year of our Lord. Uh, year of Almighty <laughs> Satan. <laughs> uh, Becky, which stars Kevin James. You know him from um, every Adam Sandler movie ever. And King of Queens. Yes. Who has the hottest wife, and I don't understand why. Scientology. <laughs> Is he Scientology? She was. It's a whole thing. Anyway. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, so join us next week for that. Um, beyond that, do you have anything else to say? Dilated Daniel Loof? Uh Don't do rape. It's a bad times. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> what a way to end the show. Good on you. <laughs> if you oh, do rape, all God the cool kids will say you smell we, bad. We didn't even talk about what song you picked. Oh, what song did I picked? Oh, yeah. I picked uh, for, for Super Rosemary's Creative, Baby. Rosemary's Baby from the Phantomus. You picked Rosemary's Baby from Phantomus. Yep. So creative. But here so it is. The song's <laughs> called Rosemary's Baby. Sure is. By the band Phantomus. Phantomus. Yes. Fan- Phantomus. <laughs> yes? Yes. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> Enjoy this song. <laughs> and we'll be back next week with 2020 release theme. Thank you for enjoying pregnancy horror. It took nine months, but we got there. <laughs>
Yeah.